Welcome to this segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound. This is brought to you by Be Simply. segment is brought to you by Be Simply. And this is Suzanne. And I want to thank you all for being here in this moment. And today we're going to talk about observation, standing back and just observing what's unfolding in and around you. And so as we continue on through this moment in space, this interesting thing is occurring and I've been hinting at it over the past several talks that we've been doing past, I don't know, three or four weeks or segments. And at this point, sure enough, um, everything that I've been feeling to into about that, we're going to be at this moment where everyone's getting very clear where they stand with certain types of interactions. And when we look at from a spiritual practice and really uh, the concept of having equanimity for all, this requires a very important tool to practice getting to where you can have equanimity for all and compassion for all is observation. And in the aspect of meditation, this is what helps us with that observational state. Now, in this moment here on this earth plane, there's this aspect of this old paradigm that we're still uh, participating in. And then the new paradigm is being birthed and is really, if you understand cause and effect at the simplest level, and then you can learn more about it. Um, happy to share more about it with anyone that wants to know one-on-one it's, um, maybe I'll do a longer talk on it here, but for now, uh, just that simple piece of cause and effect, we've already woven quite a bit of this moment that's being birthed right now. And they're like little equivalent of seeds in a soil. Yet there's this other component that I've been talking about that's across the street where these paths continue to separate. And as this occurs, it can become tempting to jump in based on those old dialogues that you are used to having or remember, or they grab you emotionally. However, there's these really important things to be putting our efforts toward to help with this newborn baby that's going to be born uh, versus being held on to holding on to the old stories that have already passed. So when we look at that and we use observation in all circumstances, this helps us understand what is. And the more um, masterful you are at observing without judgment, without emotion, the easier it's going to be for you to understand where maybe a moment is going, where a global moment is going, where you're being tricked, where you might uh, have opportunities and so forth. And to decide how you can make effort in that moment with leaving, while leaving the 
least amount of imprint. And so if we all did this, there would be a lot less collective effect that could potentially degrade our system. And then it would help yield greater fortune for the generations to come if we reduce that footprint. And by footprint, I mean where it's, it's, it's leaving something behind that's not beneficial. Of course, we can have a footprint that is beneficial. And sometimes that phrase of 2020 hindsight is very accurate, meaning that if you had all the wisdom in the moment when you were making the choices, you might have decided to do it differently. And this is how we learn. And the unique situation that's happening right now is that we are revealing many things that will help us be a well society. And at the same time, there's a lot of distractions trying to pull us away from the is, I call it. If you can see what is, you will be really positioned in a place where you cannot as easily be tricked and manipulated into quote-unquote narratives, into doing things that you aren't beneficial to you, into actually creating an effect for yourself and others that will be degrading versus building. So if you're interested in sharpening that tool of observation, you can start it with self. This is the easiest way to start understanding what this means and to do it, practice doing it without judgment. Oftentimes that my students and clients, they have a lot of thoughts in their head and this is perfectly normal. And even more so these days, because we have this overt technology that's picking up on our thought waves. It's picking up on our emotional electromagnetic signals. It's pick, picking up on our facial expressions. It's listening to conversations. So it's very easy to get wrapped up in all the noise that's in and around you. Some of it's subconscious and some of it's conscious. So by starting to observe what you're saying, what you're observing, meaning observing yourself, observe, and noticing how you are engaging with what's unfolding in and around you will give you a good sense of, are you easily swept up in the moment? Are you easily uh, becoming a chameleon in a situation because this idea is over here and everyone's doing it? Uh, are you repeating over and over uh, certain things that you just hear, but you don't ever back check them? If you start to observe yourself and like do your intonation, your tone, your accent, do all these things change when the company changes that you're in. And what this does is it'll start to show you what is for yourself. And it will give you a sense of where you're at, meaning what the is is for you. And I would say if you're someone that really kind of shifts based on your environment, not so much because you're self-aware, but more that you're trying to please or blend in, or you're not even sure what you want to express yourself as in any given moment. This is something to observe and then not judge it, but what, you know, ask yourself the questions like, 
Why am I changing who I am every time I change a relationship? Why am I changing who I am every time I get a new set of friends? Or why am I different at the office than I am at the home? Sometimes there's there's these little distinctions, but overall, if you really know thyself, that self is consistent across the board in all settings. So that it's predictable for you and it's predictable for others. And this will make integrity and authenticity, which will be sought after so much more and more in the years to come because the trust has been degraded on a macro scale and even on a micro scale because this is what happens in a situation when your trust has been broken then you start to question maybe you question yourself you question the person that broke your trust and it just multiplies from there so when a societal trust has been broken and this is becoming more and more evident for lots of reasons, not even basically the things we've known over the past 10 to 20 years, but also the things that no one knew that are coming to light. Then there's a deeper level of trust that's being broken. Cognitive dissonance can happen. And then you are in a moment where if you are used to observing yourself, you can reorient yourself to the is. And so by starting with self, you start to understand who you are and maybe how you can take in the information or noticing that you have a fear over here. And so every time you have that fear, you kind of check out, you leave body and you're not really present when you're in this group of people. And so that would give you a little lens to say, wow, when I'm in this type of situation, I check out and I'm not even present. And so that is a vulnerability because if you can't be in the room, you're missing out on a lot of things. You might even be agreeing to things that you have no idea what's even being said because you've left your body. Meaning this is a fight or flight technique. You get scared, you leave the body, and then you try to determine what what did I just agree to? And then sometimes people are too embarrassed to admit like, wow, I just wasn't tracking there. Could you repeat what you said? Um, For those parents out there, they can maybe relate to this concept in the sense that you're being pulled in a lot of directions. And sometimes when your kids get around, you're not fully present with them because you haven't really committed to really giving them one-on-one presence. You're distracted by this, that, or the other work have to do this, you need to go to the market, all those things. And so by observing yourself, you can realize like, wow, you know, when I'm with my partner, I'm not always paying attention. Or if he does a certain activity, I assume he's not listening or she's not listening. Oh, when my kids come in, I'm kind of ignoring them. Or if they start to have a certain emotion, I, I start to check out because it's uncomfortable for me. So through this act of observation, you can start to see how you relate to your space around you from the inside out. And then from there, you can start to say, wait, you know what? I want to improve upon this. I want to be more present with my children. I want to actually figure out what's truly going on with my partner versus assuming because of maybe something that I'm carrying into the room or they're carrying into the room. Oh, I, you know, I want to kind of be more uniform from work to home life to social life. 
I, I want to be consistent with who I bring forward in all those moments, not only for myself, but for others. So when there's a crossover, they're not confused as to who's going to show up. And so these subtleties, these are just examples, will assist with you continuing to sharpen the observation tool. And two, it'll allow you to start to refine who you are in a given moment and help you lead into this point of mastery. So when we go back to the distractions, if we step back and observe what's happening, then we can really hear what's being said. We can really see sometimes the bigger picture, and then we can decide how we want to engage. And I would say across the board, when I'm working with people on meditation, those that tend to have fast electromagnetic system, which means that they have a lot of electricity, they tend to talk really fast, they tend to think really fast, and they tend to move rapidly and their electromagnetic field is generating more energy than it needs to. And so for these individuals, if you know who you are out there, it's really important to create, to see that first of all, and then slow your system down. Us as humans here on planet earth, we are designed, we go at different rates, but we're really designed to hold our electromagnetic field similar to the trees and majority of nature. We're part of nature. So when the system is overcharged or undercharged, we're out of that natural harmony that we are designed or created, however you want to say it, to be in. And so that would be that practice. That's the practice of balancing the yin and the yang coming into harmony and feeling that sense of peace from within. And then from there, as we start to refine and our ability to observe, this is where with the outside world, we can start to observe and then not engage in things that are enticing and prodding and poking. And the reason that it's so important that we do this right now is because of these reveals that are happening on the macro level. And if we don't take the time to observe it and assimilate to what we thought was, and then slowly add on to what actually the is is, (laughs) this will allow us to not go through potentially cognitive dissonance. It will allow us to stay in a calm state and it will allow us to make objective decisions for ourselves on a macro to a micro level. And on a spiritual level, this is really important too, because if you look at any belief system that you might've had, meaning coming from a theological belief system, there, I think, for the most part, people can understand that there are manipulations within many of those organizations, if not all. And so this observation is really important so that you can retain that which is uh, sacred and purify it in this moment so that you can utilize it to assist you to make your way through this very interesting moment that we get to all bear witness to together. 
So the first step will be that observation. And then the second step from there is just to be, meaning that you observe and then you create the pause to allow it to be before you take action, meaning grasp or charge forward or anything. Just create that spot, that pause. And this is crucial. And it can be a tenth of a second, let's say, that you take that pause if you're someone that's doing um, a race for an athletic program or an event. But this pause can all of a sudden transcend the perception of time and it can expand and maybe a tenth of a second feels like 10 minutes. Or maybe you take a lot more space, but it condenses down and feels like only a minute went by when really... 30 minutes passed. So when we create that pause and we really drop in, and this is what can happen in meditation, is that it will give us additional information that does not require any thinking. It's a transmission that does not have a language. It is a transmission that goes through the physical being, the mental being, the emotional being, and the spiritual being and you get informed in a way that you can take fluid action when you're ready to go into action. So if inspired, you'll start with observation and then you'll create the pause. And then from there, you'll determine if action is needed. Sometimes you might perceive that something's needed, but sometimes there will be no action that will be uh, the result. And so what the beautiful thing about this practice is it conserves your energy. It keeps you from engaging where you don't need to. It's kind of like, that's not my lane. It's evoking a passion. It's evoking an emotion, but it's not my lane. I'm just going to observe it and see where it goes. And with that, then you will be able to retain your precious energy for these things that need to go towards the seeds and the seedlings that you're birthing. And if you find in this moment that you are someone that is moving very rapidly, you'll also want to put in there that you slow down. You really slow down and not induced by anything, but just by being outside a little bit more, breathing in the clean air and feeling the earth and just moving from there in a way that can benefit you in so many ways. And you'll be able to see, hear, and feel what is so much more effortlessly than before. And then what this will yield is that it's not so much that you're needing to Google things, is that you are deepening your ability to listen And then from there, you have a deeper knowing and certainty where your action needs to be. And this is is so instrumental in how we nourish all aspects, our physical body, our emotional body, our mental body, our spiritual body. And when we have those deeper instincts, then the accuracy increases and there's no indecision. The final point I'll make before we go into our meditation today is that the reason this is actually even more crucial right now is because 
they are finally revealing that there's all these things available to have a well society. There always were. And so they're revealing that. So that'll be something that each self is going to have to digest, uh, see if they can let it in. They, it may take them a while, you a while, that's fine. But simultaneously, they're point blank telling you that there are other species and not animals or bugs or insects, but other species on this planet, this earth plane, and in other dimensions. These species have the ability to do things that you have not had the opportunity to master yet. And so by practicing observation, creating the pause and developing a deeper sense of listening, you will have a knowing how to engage or not to engage with these beings. And the one thing I can share is that even though I'm providing you with um, a talk and then I random rab, we put them as an undertone there just so it's not dead space, but also we love you rab, um, is to give you the opportunity to practice silent meditation. All the apps, all those things out there, um, their tools are like a gateway into meditation. But I invite you to practice sitting in silence longer and longer as possible because the benefits are something that is, will be unique to each and every one of you depending on where your soul has been and where it's going. And that's perfectly fine for each person, wherever that is, but it's unique to you. And we don't want to rely on anything that is artificial for the simple reason. If that vanishes, then what are you going to rely on? And for even a more important reason, when you leave this perceptual physical suit, you're not going to have apps. You're not going to have computers. All you have is you. And within that expression that makes you you, if you have all these things, these crutches you rely on to make yourself feel still calm in equanimity, you could potentially suddenly feel lost in those moments where it's the most important moment is when you enter that gateway, when you transition. And yes, there in the, in the beginning, there are a few uh, little touch points, but you're really on a solo journey. So if you continue to prepare for that, you'll help, you'll help yourself so that you can understand what it's like to interact with energies that are artificial and organic. And you'll have the ability to sense and feel on your own without a digital artificial interface. And this will keep you uh, well and at a vibrational state that can support you from your highest state of being versus the lowest common denominator. 
So I know this is a lot that I'm sharing. And if you have questions, please feel free to email me about them. Or you can uh, reach out to me through the, the plethora of uh, messaging ways. Or you can send me a telepathic message and see how your telepophone is working. And I am happy to help support you in that journey a little bit further or help you have a deeper understanding. So as we go into this meditation, you can simply use the observation as you go in. Just observe yourself. Observe your thoughts. It's nothing to try to engage with or poke at or react to or push away. Just observe. Observe what's unfolding as it is. And then when we go into the sound, I encourage you just to go. I'll lead you into it. But just, again, allow yourself to observe and this is the other thing I will, will say that the manufacturing of many things on this earth right now leading up to this point has been to distract, not to harmonize. And so as you observe, take a pause and learn to listen deeper, you will understand what is organic and what is inorganic. And to be mindful when you put blind faith in things that you can't see or touch or that are synthetically manufactured. This is an agricultural planet. And so keep that in mind uh, when you are deciding what you want to ingest. And the final note is the sounds that I produce. These are all from me. And I work with the earth's energy and have a deep relationship with mother nature. So I'm not creating synthetic sounds in the sense that um, based on what someone has said, it's based on the medicine I hold. And this is another important key. And there's many people that hold uh, medicine their way. And that's beautiful. Uh, it's just mass production and sound bites will be a thing somewhat of the past. We'll see. We'll see which road we meet you on. <laughs> All right. With that being said, I welcome you into an upright seated position. And I want to welcome you to take a nice gentle breath up into your heart. And then exhale out. Again, inhale. And exhale. And again, inhale. And And then gently from there, I welcome you just to observe your natural breathing pattern and just stay in that point, that fixed point of observation.
gently from there, I welcome you to gently lean back and recline or move fully into Shavasana, a prone position on your back with your palms facing upward as we transition into receiving sound. As you settle in, just take a nice gentle breath into the heart. and out again inhale and exhale one more inhale and exhale And then continue to follow your natural breathing pattern.
Gently bringing your awareness back to my speaking voice, welcoming you to gently breathe in and out. And from there, you can stay just exactly where you are, just to allow yourself to gently bring your awareness to your surroundings. 
And as you continue to feel into all that is in this moment, just even observe yourself as you come out of this journey that you just went on. And if inspired, stay here a little bit longer, um, even after all the music flows out just to be present with yourself and see how willing you are to see what is and engage with the new is's. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun moment for all of us. And most importantly, if you can use this tool of observation to stay focused on cultivating and staying in mastery of your highest expression, this is super important, not only for yourself, but for the benefit of all. So if you are inspired, please stay a little bit longer to hear Kadri Scott with Beauty Is. And I want to give special thanks to Random Rab for giving us the undertones to be in silence with. And for Dante Marino, sorry, uh, for helping doing the production on the sound creation. And also, I want to encourage each and every one of you to support one another, rejoice in each other and support the arts. Dante has some new music out, uh, Random Rab, as I've mentioned many times, but support these creators. It's, uh, that's where we're going into the era, especially as we become a well society, the arts and creations and new explorations and understanding of consciousness is going to go from, you know, supporting suffering to supporting well-being. So those that are already entrenched in their art and their craft, support them. And for those of you that will be exploring your craft, maybe in a new way, I encourage you, don't be afraid. Observe, pause, and then engage if you're supposed to. Until next time, this is Suzanne Toro signing out. The way it looks at you, the way it lives, the way it feels. The way it gives The way you call it mine And grasp onto it But if ill-intended True beauty will fade Can't be manufactured Not man-made It's brewed in the soul Like a fine wine With a little bit of love And a little bit of time Cause beauty
Beauty doesn't 